0: Without further ado, please put your hands together for your host, Jen Candy! Yay! Hi everyone! Thank you so much for coming back to another round of Couch Candy. I'm your host, Jen Candy. For those of you who don't know me, my father was the late, great John Candy, who is no stranger to Second City. Now, I'm really excited about tonight's show. My guest is a Second City alum. He was on a series regular on Curb Your Enthusiasm, he played Nelson Flavor on Mark and Mindy, the very talented Jim Stahl. Yeah. Now, before, before I bring Jim out, I want to take a look at a clip of um, Jim in performing with Kevin James in King of
1: Queens. What do you have there? Goosh. <laughs> this? Uh, yeah. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> I'm going in. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Heffernan. This is uh, Heffernan and Palmer. It's a couple of our drivers. Hey. Hi. Nice to meet you. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Yo! Check it Okay, this is me. Thanks, Patrick. We'll be in touch. Ho,
0: I should have. Yay! Hey. Mm-hmm. Oh. It. I realized I should have found my old koosh ball and brought it out. I
1: Yes, I could relax, play like, catch.
0: <laughs> catch with the audience. Um, thank you so much for being here.
1: Oh, this is fun. I'm so excited. A trip down memory lane. Memory lane. lane.
0: Now, I ask all my guests at the beginning of every show what their favorite candy is, and you said...
1: Well, the Reese's, uh, I like the peanut butter cups, and of course the Snickers, and then I get both.
0: You get both, so wow. it's like, what, why are they your favorite?
1: I don't know, I've, from all the way back from, uh, from high school, I would, I would have the peanut butter cups at lunchtime, yeah. after, after a meal. You know.
0: It's
1: your little dessert. Yeah, a little cup. Lemon. Little. And it has peanuts.
0: Yes, protein.
1: It has protein. It has all of the essential food groups. Yes,
0: so if you're stranded on a desert island, you would somewhat survive.
1: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> well, Jim, I'm so excited to have you here. Um, you grew up in Evanston, Illinois, just north of Chicago. As a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up?
1: Well, actually, I was, I was born in Evanston, and then... Oh, so you
0: didn't grow up there. I
1: grew up very close to Evanston, okay. in lovely Arlington Heights. Oh, nice. Which, uh, is claimed to fame, had a racetrack, Arlington Park racetrack. And, uh, I don't know, growing up, I don't know, I wanted to be... Uh, my dad was a computer... was He was a research physicist and a mass spectroscopist. <laughs> Uh, oh, and so,
0: what is, what is, like like, be? Oh, you know, what? He okay. would,
1: <laughs> I don't know. He would, uh, he would, he could tell you, uh, like, uh, in this water, he could tell you parts per billion what's oh. really in there. Really. And you would be surprised what's in your water. <laughs> so I would, I would I go like
0: thirsty, but I'm like, I'm now worried. I'm drinking.
1: <laughs> so I wanted, I would wanted to be a scientist, and then uh, really? for fun, I was, I would do plays in high school, and then. Uh, I went to the University of Illinois and uh, got involved doing plays, and I was <laughs> I was having so much fun doing the plays that my math
0: I was just going to say
1: those did things, certain things, those slide things slide because of that, that. Yeah, so I went to my professor of differential equations <laughs> and I said to him, uh, <laughs> "You know uh, if you give me a passing grade for this, I can transfer out of math and." go into theater arts. And he goes, what was your name again? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember you. from. <laughs> oh, so, um.
0: uh, there we go. Dreamstall. Okay. Fabulous. Now, uh, how did you find your way to, uh, to Second City?
1: Um, I was, it's interesting. I, uh, I was, uh, in the summer, I would uh, connect up with Don Polo. Okay. Who some people... From Second City would know. Yes, Donnie's, Donnie's Skybox, <clears throat> and uh, see Don DiPolo and I. We would we would do, we were in high school together. We'd, we oh, would wow. do we would be in a play, but the most fun was after the, the, the cast party,
0: which is always the and, fun uh, part. Yeah, yeah. And so uh,
1: Don was uh, was an in individual speech events comedy monologue, but he didn't like doing it by himself. So he'd say, "Okay, feed me this line. Feed me this line." <laughs> So we had like a comedy duo. Oh, great. And then in the summer, I'd say, come on, Don, let's do something. And there'd be like a coffee house or something, and we would go and perform. And then one night, uh, we noticed that uh, Second City on a Monday had, you, you, they would allow people to come up on stage to do their thing.
0: I didn't know that. You,
1: you could just go up. They would invite people, come on. So we thought, oh, well, Come gonna, and play. Gonna, I can do this. We're going to go and do a, a, one of our Ace Bits. LAUGHTER <laughs> And so, you know, they're improvising and they're like killing and then, okay, here's these two guys from Arlington Heights, Steel Chicken. (laughs) We had a clever name. I was Uh,
0: just going to say, what was your name, Steel Chicken?
1: (laughs) See, uh... It, it, my name Stahl is Swedish, and, and in, in Swedish, uh, Stahl means steel. And Don's name Depoyo is chicken. Chicken. So we. Steel chicken. We get steel chicken. I so we get up there, and we're doing our bit, uh, the submarine thing, or something on a boat, or whatever. Cricket, cricket, you know. <laughs> but we really love the place so much. We, you know, we were. Then we went out, and we sit in the audience and watch the show, and we're like. I want to do that. So I'm at, I was at uh, the University of Illinois and my senior year, I didn't know what I was going to do. And I, I was, I had done Hamlet.
0: Serious stuff.
1: And this girl said to me, you know, you're funny. <laughs> Thank you. I was doing Hamlet, you No. Know? <laughs> You know, you should. Uh, Is that
0: a compliment? You should. Uh, you
1: should. I. You should go to Chicago, the second city there. I know the people. You should go there, and I'm thinking, like, yeah, right. So I actually did that. I transferred my fifth year of college to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I figured if I stay in college long you know, enough, uh, I won't have to work. Uh, so I started taking classes, and then I'm over there doing classes and I got into the Turing Company and I'm not back at school, in school. Oh. So again, you know, my grades suffered. So after five years I had no degree. Good. I'm in the Turing Company <laughs> with Betty Thomas and uh, uh, probably, it might have been John, uh, David Rashi, uh, Bill Murray. And we traveled I
0: have a, I think I have a photo. to the
1: University a of-, <laughs> of Illinois to so the Craner. Yeah, to the Krannert Center, and we just killed. And two weeks later, I got my degree in the mail. And I was like,
0: "Okay." There you go. You accomplished something. I earned my degree now, after five years. Did you have to audition for the touring company, or did you? Oh yeah. So what was yeah. your audition like for? The touring company.
1: Um, it was, uh, you know, there was a, you know, they sent out, uh, you know, word that uh, we're having auditions for the touring company, and uh, I remember we had to uh, enter th- three or four times, right, okay. and go to the complaint window, um, and you, uh, as a character, and then you exit, and as soon as the door all the way. You enter again with another character and then Bernie put us together and he had us do an improvisation and uh, boy I don't, I vaguely remember something about. Uh, but you were good enough, enough that you
0: got into the Turing yes, Company. Yes so I got in the
1: Turing Company and then because I think it was because of my background is because I was a theater arts major Bernie grabbed me and he said uh, well I'm gonna need someone to understudy when all the men go on vacation.
0: I was just going to say.
1: So, uh, Harold Reynas and uh, John Belushi, um, Joe Flaherty. And they were all in the main stage They were in the main main stage. And that was a weird thing. Uh, So, for five weeks, I was a different person each week. And that was crazy. So uh, one time I'm over here in this part of the audience doing this PTA sketch and I'm doing the thing over here. And then the next week I'm over there and then the next week I'm Brian Murray on stage. And uh, by about the fourth week, I was all confused and I, I, the lights go down, I remember. And I come out on stage and there's Eugenie Ross-Lemming standing there and she looks at me and goes, "Stall, you're in the wrong scene. <laughs> oh. So I leave and I black out and lights come on. <laughs> <up. laughs> People were helpful back then. <laughs>
0: Holding your hand.
1: Yes, yes.
0: So what was it like? So you were there. Uh, there was this photo that was taken. You had a you had a fun story about it that you said that this was my dad's first <laughs> day or week or.
1: Yes. Now, um, you know, in Chicago. Um, I'm not gonna say people were territorial or. You know, I think people felt like you um, can
0: say it. People will territorial. They were territorial. <laughs> ter-
1: <laughs> Petty. You know. You know. You, you kind of get to know people. They come through the touring company and you work with them and you feel comfortable with them and right. they go, okay, you're welcome to come into the cast. Yes. I know you. So here was this new guy. Del Close tells us well, this is a very good actor coming from Toronto. John Candy will be joining the cast, and so we're like, oh, okay, all right. So we rehearse and we're getting ready for the one of those best of shows, you know, that we do, and then we get ready for the new show. And uh, I take, uh, in our show, in our cast was uh, Tino Insana, the guy with the mustache over here on the left there. Yes, longer hair. Now Tino. when he was a freshman at Oklahoma, he was on the football team and he was a linebacker. And he's about, you know, 6'2", 240 pounds or whatever. Funny man, but when the lights would go out, he would be like, I gotta get off stage. <laughs> or if, the, if he's in the wings and he's on, just be on stage next. Yeah lights go black, he's on stage. So all of us, we would go, uh, Tino, uh, in my scene, which side do you enter from? He goes, oh, I'm gonna be over there. I'm gonna enter over here, you know. So I, I took John aside and I said, now, now John, you, you always have to know where Tino is gonna enter from for your own safety. And he's like, he thought I was kidding. So we're getting ready. The lights go out after a scene. Lights come up. Bill Murray's on stage. And I hear, oof! <laughs> In the dark, Tino went off this way. John <laughs> entered. And boom! And it knocked him out. And he's got like a nosebleed. So we're like carrying him off stage. And, <laughs> and the audience thought like, well, that was kind of... Interesting, this and so is fun. so we take him. He's on the couch, you know, and so I'm going like I'm supposed to enter in this scene. We're, we're gonna go to the next scene. call in the booth and everything. So that was his introduction, and it was it was interesting. It was almost like, welcome to the cast. It was a crash and from course. and from then on, he was like, oh, you're a part of the group. You're welcome. Everything is great, and he was best, you know, and he, best friends, yeah. and he just hanging out. So.
0: Now, did you ever go to Toronto, or were you solely in Chicago?
1: Um, I did uh, tour to Toronto. And that's interesting, too. Um, uh, they were, we were getting ready. There was you know, casts change, you know. And uh, they came to me, and they said, "Hi, uh, hey Jim, you know, you know every scene. Because I, like I said, I would understudy everybody, Everyone. and from the touring company and everything. So they said to me, well, we'd like you to go to Toronto. We're gonna open a theater in Toronto. Go to Toronto. And I was like, go to Toronto? Well, I'm gonna go into the resident company here. I've been working so hard all these years to go into the resident company. I don't want to go. What could possibly happen in Toronto? (laughs) So I missed out on SCTV and all of that stuff. But uh, I did have a uh, uh, year, I think it was three. Uh, they were um, you know behind. I think Harold left to do one of his movies, and so they called um, Jim Fisher and myself into Toronto into
0: Toronto to to,
1: uh, to help there. them uh, you know do some writing for some stuff, and um, we did uh, several things.
0: Now the cast that you so there was this photo, and then there's the cast that you were in. Um, was known as the big and tall cast
1: <laughs> or the
0: seven giant goyim well,
1: <laughs> The seven giant Where did goyim. that
0: name come from? <laughs> well if you
1: look, let's see John so um,
0: Betty Thomas, yourself, Betty, David Rashi on the bottom uh, and Ryerson, Bill Murray, Bill we Murray were all and and Sana.
1: over six feet tall and what was interesting is you look at us on stage and yeah, everybody about the same size, yeah. everyone's the same height and then we get off stage and we like talking to somebody in the and then we go, Oh, hi! <laughs> we enjoy the show <laughs> Well, you're taller on the floor. <laughs> than we thought, so. Yes.
0: And how long were you with that cast?
1: A um, couple years. couple years. Yeah.
0: Now, you said that you missed out on SETV, but you did yeah. uh, write for SETV. Yes. So yes. when did, what was the transition like um, kind of going from stage then starting to write for television?
1: Um... That was uh, Jim Fisher uh, came to me and said, uh, you know, I'm thinking about starting this business. You know, what if uh, we do sketches for corporations and we do these uh, corporate gigs and they'll pay a lot of money and you write some funny stuff. And then we can. Oh, and he said, you know, Second City. They've had comedy duos, Nichols and May. Why not three funny guys? Well,
0: there you
1: go. So Tino and Fisher and I, we said we'll, we'll get together and we'll call ourselves the graduates of Second City. So we were the graduates of Second City, and we worked on our comedy trio, and we performed at Orphans, and, and, and that was one of our first places. Oh, there we are. There you are. There are I'm Jean Jacket. <laughs> a French singer, and I'm singing, I lost my yesterday, I don't know where it is, I left it here someplace, I'm looking, could be around here. And um, we had uh, this crazy manager, Chuck LeSean, who uh, would give us copious notes, and he, and he worked us to, to not be theatrical and, and have a fourth wall, but to work on, you know, holding the microphone and everything. And we thought, you're crazy, you're crazy. But it got us ready for television, and... Um,
0: what was your first show that you ever did?
1: Well, the first show we did was the Merv Griffin Show, and uh, we were so excited. We're going to be on television, and we were, <laughs> we're backstage, and we're gonna, I had called my mom. I'm going to be on Merv Griffin, <laughs> and she's all excited. And then, uh, there were, I'm trying to remember who it was. It went long. Oh no. Jaja, I don't know, it went long. <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and they come to us and they go, okay, I'm sorry guys, you're, you're being bumped. And we're like, oh, my mom's not going to see me. <laughs> and they said, well, don't worry about it. We're going to pay you anyway. Oh. And we're going to bring you back. So we're like, bonus. <laughs> So we, so it, it got to the point where it seemed like we were on the Mur Griffin show like once a month. There were, it, this was pre-Saturday Night Live. So uh, there, I, were, there were several sketch shows at that time. Yeah, you know, Tommy Bank's show right. in Vancouver and uh, Norm Crosby and The Midnight Special. And then eventually we got on to, to the Tonight Show. Oh wow, that was cool. So that's
0: fine. I do have a, a clip of you guys performing. Um, and let me set up the clip a little bit because we're going to come in the middle. Uh, I think Jim Fisher is, you uh, you and Tino and Sana are are supposed to be drunks uh, learning how to drive.
1: Right. This was based on a true piece of research on my part. Oh,
0: fun fact about this clip.
1: This is a fun fact. Uh, There was a professor, who had a theory that the way to keep down fatalities on the highway was not to get drunk people off the road, oh no, it was to teach drunk people how to drive better (laughs) while drunk. So this, we, we gave that premise, and so Fisher was the professor, and this, this was his first class.
0: Oh my gosh. So let's take a look at this clip.
1: i just going to assume you have the car keys. Assuming you have the car keys. I got them. All right. Oh the next step is crucial. Now, this is when you're getting into the car. Now, you're going to feel a bit disoriented because of all the alcohol and confused, but I don't want you to fight it. I want you to go with it. OK. confused alright i do not know what's I don't know where the stand where it is I don't know where it is! I don't know where it is! where are all the chicks, eh? uh, Okay, okay, forget the chicks! Hey, hey, hey! All hey, oh, right, all right. right! Just forget the whole demonstration! Just forget it! We'll never forget it, because the elephant never forgets our friend! <laughs> that, um, the, uh, I always
0: think that's so funny.
1: The Royal Order of Elephant's Lodge was, uh, this was, this, we, we had this other sketch that we did where uh, it was, we, Fisher would say, well, people come up to us all the time, and they say, you guys are funny. How did you get your start? And we would say, well, we went to comedy camp. And then we would do this scene, uh, this silly scene with Comedy Drill Team and whatever. And we had seltzer bottles that we would do, like present arms. And we had these whole seltzer bottle things. And (laughs) we would have the thing. And we would have, we would change the ending depending on the audience. Oh, really? Because sometimes we would be in some of these clubs, some of these saloons. And these people are drunk and they're rude and they heckle and they say stupid things. So we'd come to the end and he would say, are there any questions? And I would say, yes, hypothetically speaking, sir. How would one handle a heckler if one had a heckler, sir? <laughs> and then Fisher would go, you mean like that guy over there? And the whole audience would go like, yeah. <laughs> and we had ourselves about us. And the person didn't know it, but we had not only shaken them up, but we had supercharged them. We could shoot 20 feet. And we would like nail this guy. So we did this at a university. And we're squirting this thing. And suddenly coming back at us are bottles. And we're thinking like, so we're like squirting and they're throwing bottles at us. And we th- we get done with the show. and We're thinking like, oh, we're never going to, they're going to report us. We're never going to play at another college again. And the, the, the booking guy comes up to me and goes, you guys were great. Can you come back next month when we have... Nickel a beer night. Oh, no. <laughs> this wasn't nickel a beer night. <laughs> Unbelievable.
0: Oh, that's fabulous. So you uh, were in the graduates with Jim Fisher and Tino Sano, who right. were alumni of Second City right. and writers, as well as you. Uh, and then you were at C- SETV for a little bit. Right. So in- then,
1: then uh, Tino decided, oh, I don't want to tour anymore. I want. To, I'm done touring. So uh, Fisher said, oh. I don't know, you wanna work as a writing team? And so I went, oh, okay. So we started writing for um, other shows. Um, There were some sketch shows we wrote uh, for.
0: uh, You wrote for um, a show called Twilight Theater?
1: That's correct, Mr. Steve Martin.
0: Steve Martin, and then who, Roddy McDowell actually was the host of the show. Right. But you have a story about Steve.
1: Steve made it known. He said, uh, "I'm not going to be in the sketches. I'm just uh, just going to produce this, and uh, I, I might introduce a sketch, but I will not." be in any sketches. And then um, he uh, read one of the sketches that Fisher and I wrote and he goes, oh, this is good. I'll be in this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which I actually have this. And
1: what was interesting was they allowed us to be in our own sketch.
0: That's what I was going to say. I found Twilight Theatre Oh, get out. Online.
1: Doesn't exist.
0: YouTube. (laughs) I I finally found it. They have the whole hour, 30 minutes if, wow. that, if that's, however, that's right. The it was long a, no. intro of Roddy McDowell—you have to watch it because it's great. Because it's Roddy McDowell, and it's the longest intro of him walking from the limousine up these grand stairs, <laughs> then looking at all the portraits of all the celebrities that are hosting, and then it still goes and goes and goes, <laughs> and then finally he's sitting in a chair. Then he's talking, and then it's it's great. It's so very very pretentious, so pretentious. But it's funny, pretentious, and it's a great variety show. And it was, and then you were in a bunch of different sketches, which I thought was great because a lot a lot of shows and a lot of variety shows don't give writers that opportunity to be in their own sketches.
1: No, (laughs) no, they don't
0: until you write your own stuff, and you're like, I'm going to be in it.
1: So yeah, I would, uh, and my agent, I had my agent would say, all right, you guys are writing, but. I, I want you to, uh, I have a pilot, it's pilot season, so come on out for pilot season, there's a part for you, there's this part, oh, they're, they're adding a character, I remember this, they're, they're, my agent said, well, they're adding a character to uh, to Morgan Mindy, but I don't want you to read for it. And I remember thinking, what? Why not? Why not? Why not? I'm starving. See, if I don't like the character, it's, it's this character, Nelson, yeah. Nelson flavor, um, he's kind of an asshole. Like, can I say that? I, <laughs> And a- ass hat, as, ass, as, ass as, hat. as they say, And so I went, oh, wait a So I was in the Comedy Store Players uh, at that time, and Robin Williams was in the Comedy Store Players, uh, Taylor Negron. And, um, so I told Robin, I said, oh, I'm going to audition for your show tomorrow uh, for Nelson. And uh, he goes, oh, Jimmy, okay, all right. So I studied my lines, and I'm like, oh, I got this down, and I holding my script, you know, and I'm reading with the casting director, and I'm like really nervous, and all of a sudden I hear this, I'll go and Robin comes bounding in, and he body splashes my audition, and he starts improvising, and I'm like turning white, thinking, Robin, this is my life, you know. <laughs> My shot. What are you doing? So I'm improvising with him and doing all kinds of silly things and whatever. I have no. I don't even remember what we did. I, I left. I called my agent and said, "Oh boy, this is bad. This is really bad." <laughs> I, but then she said, "Well, you got the part," and oh um, and then I, I we rehearse because we you know it's it's a multi-camera, so you have to. We would rehearse all week, and then mm-hmm. Friday we shoot. And I'm very nervous and. When we shoot, they would, uh, you know, you'd walk over here and you'd do a line, and a person runs up with a piece of tape and they put an X there. Yep, Mark, it. Yep. And then uh, the director'd say, okay, Jim, you're gonna go over there and do that line. So I would walk over here and I'd stand and they put an X there. And I'm going like, yeah, hey, I'm liking these X's. <laughs> I'm one over here, you put a two there. I got this showbiz thing down. And then it, they, backstage they tell me, well now Jim, we've changed your contract. Uh, this is gonna be considered your pilot. If we like you, if the, if the network likes you, you're gonna stay on the show. I'm like, oh yeah, not too much pressure. <laughs> so then they come out and they go places and I get in, I get in place and I look down <gasps> and all the marks are gone. Uh, and I'm thinking, holy crap, the marks are gone. Oh, no. So I, I get to director, Howard, Howard Storm, what, what happened? Where's the marks? Well, we always pick them up because they're in the wide shot, you're going to see them. <laughs> <laughs> well, how, how do I know where to go? Eh, just do the best you can. We're used to shooting Robin. <laughs>
0: scenes like were a lot of the scenes improvised with him or did you majority um, would be or
1: we uh uh, they the the crew loved our show because we shot on Friday and the audience would come in about five and then you're on Friday and there's this thing that they have overtime oh yes so if you go over so many hours or go over midnight oh it's overtime we went into Saturday. Oh, so
0: you had So that was
1: double golden <gasps> overtime. Oh, my
0: goodness. And they,
1: the crew would be back to going like, yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we are so golden. <clears throat> yeah, because we would do it. What was interesting was Robin was amazing. He could read the script and then put it down. I got the lines. Wow. No other human being I remember could just, he was just have him, he would just have him. However, what would happen was we would come in, we would do the scene, and there might be some physical thing like a stunt or there would be like a something was supposed to, he would go shazbot, you know, and like a, something was supposed to smoke and it didn't smoke. Well he got a giant laugh on that line. Yeah. Well he doesn't want to do the line again because he won't get the laugh. So he changes it. <laughs> So the next time they reset, he does a thing, and a new line comes out. And then he's, the next thing I know, another line, a new line, and he starts improvising. And he would go off, but you know, for the next scene, he would do it. He would go back. He's on book. He's on script. But every once in a while, the uh, script supervisor would come over and go, OK, Robin, uh, you have to say this line, <laughs> because this sets up the entire plot for the episode. <laughs> You don't say this line. The show doesn't make sense. So, can you do this? Line? So, that was because all of us we knew we're not improvising. Right. We're we're, we're being. If you
0: good. guys stick to the to yeah. the script and then yeah. let him do, I do have a clip from one of the episodes where you're running for mayor.
1: I was Nelson Flavor was Mindy's cousin. And he was running for or
0: town um,
1: supervisor of Boulder uh, on the Boulder Council or whatever it is, and um, he had his philosophy of life: you got to aim high. He would say, like, aim high to be president of the United States. You got to aim high, and then you lower it a little bit <laughs> to vice president, and aspire to that. And so that was sort of his philosophy of life I love aim it. high but then just bring it down just a little, a little
0: bit. bit i love it let's take a look at this clip nelson don't you think you should start your speech
1: oh yes uh mork uh, would you mind uh, introducing me to the general electorate is he here i love what he does with refrigerators <laughs> i get it yeah <laughs> And you
0: put down the stuff We have a moment here for your attention Thank you
1: First, I'd like to introduce a man That flattened me in my dreams And
0: a man who will flatten your dreams too Let's bring him up here Nelson Clay the Albino Wonder Come on, bring him up here Thank
1: you, Thank you. Come
0: on now Here
1: we go No pictures please of it hurts his little pink eyes Come on Thank you Good morning all you over 18ers And welcome I'm oh, I can't help it, Minnie. i got this ringing in my mouth. As I was saying...
0: Do something about
1: it. I think Orson's trying to call me, man. <laughs> Excuse me. Mort, why are you ringing? Because my knocker's broke. <laughs> that, that was... So the
0: albino line was improvised. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> That was the that was the first episode. That was the pilot episode. So I that st-
0: was your. Yeah,
1: yeah, I still have that uh, button. Nelson, oh, really? yes, Nelson flavor.
0: <laughs> I love it. Now, do you remember writing my first sketch that I was in for <laughs> TV? Big,
1: big city comedy. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the sketch, but I remember. I have a
0: photo, so maybe. I it'll-
1: remember John. We needed a baby. For the sketch.
0: So I'm the baby in...
1: For Big City Comedy. With Tito
0: and Sana. This card was made by lovely Dana for my birthday. And I keep it. (laughs) So I'm I'm in the baby. And so
1: you came out uh, on the stage. And I said to John, I said, you know, John, just because you use... Jen, as, a, as a prop, you still can't write her off. Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> didn't he want to buy golf clubs afterwards? <laughs> he bought,
1: yes, because he did the same thing. He bought golf clubs and he, he's like, guys, you got to write a golf sketch. I got
0: to the, the...
1: <laughs> write them off. <laughs> I can write them off. <laughs> that was Johnny. And he was so generous. I mean, we, he took us all out. To, uh, to dinner the every, and we were uh, at some nice restaurant on Bloor or whatever streets there is in, in Toronto. I'm trying to remember the name of the oh place. So he, and he's got and he goes, oh, I'll get the check, let me get that check. So he plunks down his American Express card and we we're talking and then the waitress comes back a little later. Oh, uh, excuse me, <laughs> Mr. Candy? Uh, your American Express card <laughs> was rejected? And John kind of does like a, oh, oh, and he goes, oh, that's right. You know, we got the house. We were redoing the house,
0: <laughs>
1: and it, and his wife bought all this stuff, like like yeah. a refrigerator and stuff and all those things. So she over it. So he he says to me, uh, sorry, oh, Jim. Mom, you
0: got blamed for that one. <laughs> so
1: so he said, like, oh, can you cover me, Jim. So I put, <laughs> I put my card, and I said, oh yeah, we could square this up later. So. I don't know how long it took, but I finally get a check from John yeah. for the amount, but it was in Canadian dollars. <laughs> I paid it. was so when I told him, I gave him the sum in American dollar, and then when he goes, oh, okay, here it is. Well, anyway. Now,
0: was big CD comedy shit. in Utah? Was that, that the no one? No, no, no. Wh- which we, one was? That,
1: the pilot was in Utah, and then we did Big City in Toronto. In Toronto. Yeah.
0: And the Osmonds, Pretty. It's, were the Osmonds attached to Big City Comedy? I get, I get confused It was their with, uh,
1: production company. Because okay. the, the Osmonds did, production company did the, the pilot. The pilot for it. In, in Provo. Okay. And then when it was picked up. It went it back was, to it Toronto. Was, it was produced in Toronto.
0: And then you also worked, uh, you wrote for Marie Osmond on her show <laughs> Marie. That's right. And what was that like?
1: That was, that was great. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> the new Marie. We wrote this very funny sketch where she was a food taster and it was basically, you are gonna do spritz takes? And, uh, so she was supposed to come out and taste the wine and then uh, we, we had the set, everything's all set, the actors, the extras, everything's there. And then here comes like Mrs. Osmond comes up. Oh, we can't do this. I said, why? Well, Mormons don't drink. Oh. I said, well, this takes place in like the 1500s. You guys weren't invented yet. <laughs> No I'm sorry we, we can't drink we can't drink you, you had the goblet. I said, well, what if it's just water? Well it looks like a wine goblet you know yeah. that was
0: so you got x made from that
1: It was sweet got that's out
0: Oh my gosh that's so funny So okay so um big city comedy, the Marie show you were writing tons of things you did television and theater. Um, mm-hmm. And then you had so many. You were saying to me before that there were so many great characters from SCTV that you loved. That you eventually, when you created your own show, laugh, laugh tracks, tracks, right? You kind of picked characters that you liked.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Um, and and, t- and and kind One of, of them mel- <laughs> mel- melted them into your own show.
1: Right. So I I, I had this character uh, Billy Rock. He was uh, my impression of Billy Graham. And I would do him, boy, I, mean, I remember we, we were doing Billy Graham in this club in Little Rock, Arkansas. And I, I guess I had stepped on the Bible belt accidentally and people were upset with me. Uh-oh. So we tried to change the name. So for the show, I was Billy Rock. And Billy Rock's whole philosophy was, you don't do drugs, you do rock and roll. <laughs> And I'll never forget. I we, I, we had the thing about this live audience, and I'm doing my thing, and I I see people here today, and I say they say to me, Billy, you know, uh, do we do drugs or do we do rock and roll? And I said, Do we do drugs? And the audience goes, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and, the, and I went like, That's the wrong answer. <laughs> and the, later the producer came to me and said, uh, Jim. Uh, the censor is not happy with that. We're not allowed to, we can't sweeten it, but we'll let it go if if you leave the line in about, no, no, no. But uh, And laugh
0: was, Tracks was a variety show that right, you had so sketches we had, and, and we had musical guests.
1: Musical guests, you know, uh, We had Tina Turner, we had uh, the Eagles, we had... I found uh, a
0: commercial, I want to show this commercial, because the commercial... Let's take a look at this for a second.
1: This week on Laugh Tracks, catch Rick James, America, Chuck Mangione, and Catherine Bach. I was going to go to that nude beach last week, but I didn't. Yeah, how come? Because I couldn't find any place to undress. I <W-K-F-M-B-F-K-S> love it
0: because that commercial is, it just is a sign of that time period. It him. was,
1: it was. Yeah. I, um,
0: I, I instantly was teleported back to, to that time. That
1: was fun. That, that show, Howie um, Mandel, that was his first show. Oh, wow. And uh, he would get hired... A few weeks later he got hired for our show and then he auditions for a show called St. Elsewhere. Okay. So St. Elsewhere, you know, they want it for the show, and then the network goes, wait a minute, you can't do two shows at the same time. Uh-oh. And uh, our show says, Well, you know, we had them first, and wait a minute. We our sponsor, well, we 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 advertise on your on your network, on your show. And if Howie can't do the show, both shows, we won't. Advertise. So they went. Oh, okay. So he was. He did two shows. Two shows. Thanks to yours truly. Thank you very much. There
0: you go. And then, uh, and then later down the line, you wrote, uh, started writing for cartoons and animated yes. shows. And then you worked with Howie again. I worked with Howie again. On so one of my favorite TV shows.
1: Right. Uh, 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 my wife is here, and she remembers. Uh, you know, we would watch. We had kids, and I was. We would think like, what is it, it's got to be something that parents can watch with their kids and have a good time, and there'll be jokes the parents get, and there'll be jokes the kids get. So uh, we went to, Fisher and I went to film Roman, and uh, we said, well, I got this guy, Howie Mandel does this Bobby character, and they go, oh, okay. So we go and pitch it to Fox, and they love it, and uh, they say, well, if the script is funny, it's a go. So, and it ran for like nine years. uh, Bobby's World. Bobby's World. Loved it the imaginative world of, of uh, Howie Mandel. And that was a fun thing, too, working with Howie <laughs> on a weekly basis. Um, he loved practical jokes. Uh, you always had to be alert.
0: <laughs> Watch your back at all times. At all times.
1: Because uh, I, 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 one time uh, we were having a story meeting and then the, the, the sparklets person came and delivered the water. Oh and then the next thing I know the sparklets person comes over and, and sits at the writer's table. <laughs> And I'm looking, I go, uh, what's, what's going on? And so we, we, we're pitching ideas and the sparkless guy's going like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Howie, you know. So then Howie says, I like, you know. know. So then we're like, we keep going. And so finally I go, wait a second, what the hell's going on? And, goes, and so Howie admitted <laughs> the sparklet guy. He invited the sparkless guy to join the meeting. He had he, he had he hired a clown one time to come in. This this girl clowny and she would do balloons for us while we were like breaking stories and.
0: I remember my brother and I got to go to the set because Tino and Sauna played Uncle Ted. Right. And um, we were able to do voiceovers for like one of the I think it was Math Genius was the episode and we played little kids that. Had to do math problems or something because right. that was so much fun. Yeah, you know, all that. the
1: characters. So the names, like, um, uh, we named the characters after family members. Right. So uh, Uncle Ted, I have a my brother, Uncle Ted, I have a brother Ted, and uh, Martha was a friend of family Martha, and um, we just, anytime we needed a name, we would just pick a name. So pick a name
0: mm-hmm. that you knew we that was knew. in your family and it yeah. was very very close. But to we home. did.
1: We wrote the character uh, of. Uncle Ted, we had Tino in mind because we knew, okay, because we knew, ah, he'll be funny, and he's this overgrown, you know, uh, a kid, kid, a big kid yeah. who's just as a goof as, as Howie, and we knew, okay, Tino would be. Oh, and he does, he'll read this funny when we, when we were typing it up, and uh, we had we, there was a day of the audition, and the image of Uncle Ted had a had a Hawaiian shirt, and Tino came in wearing a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> And, and Uncle Ted is this big guy, and Tino is a big guy. Yeah. So we have the voice auditions, and we goes to Fox, and Fox says, well, we love the voices, but that, that one actor, Tino Insania, or Insana, he sounds too much like John Candy. <laughs> And John Candy was on a show. I think it was Camp, Camp Candy, Candy on a competing network, and we don't want to promote that network and make him think that this is his oh, show. Yeah. Well, Film Roman who, that, with, that does The Simpsons went to bat and said, "Wait a minute! He, it's a voice. It's not. Yeah. It's, you're going to see the credits. It's going to say Tino and Sana. Come on! Give us give us Tino, and we'll we'll let you pick whoever you want for the, you know this part or this part." So. After negotiating, they said, Yes, we'll take Tino.
0: And they, I don't think they sounded alike. <laughs> no. They, they sounded nothing alike.
1: <laughs> For you. <laughs> then at the last they did second,
0: look, They did look alike at times. And
1: what was also fun about the show, we would write about, we would sit around and we would share personal experiences, things that happened to us right. as kids or things that happened to our kids. And we would laugh and laugh and laugh. And they would say, Eh, make to put that in an episode. Put that in an episode. And uh, we hired the our voice director was Jenny McSwain, right. who went to my high school. Did she really? Yeah, her family and my family knew each other.
0: Now that we're talking about this, I'm singing a song in my head because you had there was a, a music. It was Uh, underwater fish don't stink stink. underwater (laughs) underwater fish don't stink i loved the
1: the that was our our musical show so at the last second uh, she said uh we you know you have the mom and we we were thinking the mom would be just sort of like june you know like leave it to beavers mom you know and she said well i want you to hear this actress gail matthias do this voice and so gail does Okay, there, don't oh, yeah. you know? But I think that's where I got it. Doing my it for sure. Though. Oh yeah, and we laughed like that is so wrong. <laughs> and howie goes, yeah, I like that. It's just, yeah, and it, and then like, well, why does your wife sound like she's from Sweden? We didn't care. <laughs> we never explained it.
0: And no, and that's what I loved about the show. And the show was fabulous. Um, but, Jim, we are coming to the end of our show. No! I know! No, I'm just There's getting so warmed more up. There's so talk about, too. We could go for hours. But before I end my show, I kind of like to do a game called Candy Connection. Oh. It's like Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, except for Six Degrees of John Candy, where we show the audience how you are oh. connected to my dad through Six Degrees. Ah. Simple? Okay. There we go. So, I'm going to start with... Jim, you were at Second City with my dad, John Candy, therefore giving us six degrees of separation.
1: Okay, now I was a math major oh. for a couple of years, that's two.
0: Okay, you're right, let me, let me, let me try this again. Uh, Jim, you were on Mork and Mindy with Robin Williams. Robin Williams was a guest star on SCTV with my dad. There we have the six degrees of John Candy.
1: Okay, that is three. That's only three. Yes, that's okay,
0: that doesn't work. Um, okay, I think I've, I think I've got this one. Let's see if I can take a step for this
1: one. All right. <laughs>
0: Jim, you were on Curb Your Enthusiasm with Larry David. Larry David was in Comedians Getting in Cars Getting Coffee with Jerry Seinfeld, who was on Seinfeld with Jason Alexander. Jason Alexander won a Tony for his appearance on Broadway. Uh, another person who was on Broadway is Matthew Broadwick in The Producers. Another producer is Steven Spielberg, who also did a little bit of directing. Another director is John Landis, who directed John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd in The Blues Brothers, where my dad guest starred in Blues Brothers, therefore giving us six degrees of John Kerry.
1: That's great. That's it. That's that's hard right.
0: So tight times. But that's the six degrees. And I am so excited that you were able to do this and tell all these great stories. And I I, I love the stories uh, from my dad's friends. That's why I did the show and... I'm so happy that
1: you were here. So thank, thank you. you so much. And thank all these people oh for and coming out you guys here. Guys. <laughs>